Hello beautiful creatures, if you're new here, my name is Mahea and I'm your host of Gemini Moon. If you're a returning listener, hello again and I hope you can enjoy this cute little conversation we're about to have. I love you and stay tuned. Hello my loves and welcome to this week's episode. I have been reflecting a lot. Uh, I think that's been just a core part of my life right now is reflection. I am very much in my reflection era. Um, One thing that, uh, let's just get into it, one thing that I've been reflecting about is my mushroom trip. Yeah, my trip on mushrooms. So I only tripped like twice. Uh, Story time. First time I did it, I mixed it in with some Panda Express and um, couldn't really taste it, but, you know, by the 15-minute mark, I was feeling it, and we drove up to the mountains. It was overall just a very nice experience. Now, the second time is where it gets juicy. The second time I tripped on mushrooms, um, it was a very overwhelming experience, and if you've ever tripped before on any um, hallucinogen, you know that it's overwhelming, right? Like, your senses are overloaded, your mind is racing, you know, the whole the whole thing with just um, poisoning yourself, basically, to the point of delusion, yeah, that's what gets me. Um, but yeah, it was overwhelming feelings, and I'm looking back into my journal because I journaled the experience, you know, because you got to, when you experience something that... I mean, it was kind of life-changing just because, you know, when you go through it, it's such a different experience from the reality that you face on day-to-day life. You know, that's a given. That's with any substance, any whatever it may be, whatever your poison is. But um, the one thing that I took down was overwhelming feelings of nervousness and fear. I think that happens a lot when you're tripping, you you face your fears, you know, you either face them, you run away from them, you know, you do what you do, and that's, you know, it's a very much an individual experience, but I think on a grand scale, we can come together and share our experiences, and, you know, there's similarities across um, the world, you know, who we are, because I feel like, and this is just my personal opinion, opinion but, like, when you go through trips or whatever it may be in life, um, you have that universal, you know, core human experience. You know, you go into your own psyche and you experience the world from a different... I'm using the word experience a whole lot, so I'm sorry if anyone's getting annoyed because I, I just... As it's coming out of my mouth, that's the word that that is resonating with me right now is experience. And isn't life just one big experience filled with little experiences? I don't know. But anyways, um, back to this trip, I just remember feeling so scared. Like, so scared. And it might have been environment. It might have been who I tripped with. It might have been because there was no fucking trip sitter to bring you, snap you back to reality and, like, have, you know, some moments of clarity. Nope, none of that. So I just remember feeling very scared. Um, But I think it was a good thing. I think having that fear in my heart and in my mind was a good thing to a certain extent. Of course, it didn't feel good at the time because I was bawling my eyes out, you know. It was like one of those, um, I felt like I regressed back into, <laughs> like, a caveman mind and I'm just like, oh, everything is 
fight or flight. That might have been anxiety, but who knows. Anyway, so, yeah, right now I'm reflecting on that experience. And, you know, when you, when I went through that um, trip, I definitely saw another side of human nature. Um, Because of what the person I tripped with, we were both tripping and it had started out with them being nervous themselves, being scared, crying. So, like, I've kind of felt on the same wavelength, you know, emotional wavelength as them. And we connected in a way that was unknown to me before. You know, I grew up having a hard time expressing my emotions and um, having feeling safe to do so. You know, because of a lot of the times, I just felt like, you know, these emotions were so foreign to me. And then now experiencing it with someone else, it was so surreal. It was it was a surreal experience. And only now, a year, two years later, am I going back to the experience and learning these lessons. So that just says to me that it takes time. And that's like a lesson that I want to give to y'all is everything takes time. Time is the the most influential thing in your life. You know, because all we have is time. And you can take that as a good, a, a negative or a positive thing. You know, of course, like, time is fleeting. And, like, every day, okay, I'm not trying to go into existential crisis mode. So if you're high and you're listening to this and you get paranoid really easily, maybe take a pause or skip a little bit. But it's just the reality that we're living in. And, like, someone needs to say it. But um, time is fleeting, you know, every second, every day that goes by, it's just one day closer to when we will eventually pass on. And that's not always, that's not a bad thing if you reframe that in, okay, time is fleeting, you know, you have to enjoy these experiences. Don't take anything for granted, you know, the good and the bad that happens to you. It all just shapes you into the human that you are today. And yeah, I just want to reiterate that you're a lovely human being, no matter who you are. I, it might be naive of me to think this, but I think people are innately good. You know, people want to strive for the best, either if it's for themselves or for another person. But that leads me to my next point of, and I think that I've said this before, that we're all just mirrors or like the, the world we experience is mirror-like in nature. You know, like, everything is based on the relationship that we have with ourselves. Um, How we perceive ourselves is how we perceive the world. And, you know, that's not... It's not a bad thing if you have a good foundation for (laughs) how you perceive yourself. Um, That's one thing that that I pride myself on. And if you see my birth chart, you know I have a lot of (laughs) fire signs, a lot of Leo placements... So it's kind of written in the stars for me. Like, it's kind of, like, impossible for me to feel lesser than. And I'm not... It's a humble brag, and I'm grateful for that. And I'm grateful for my upbringing experience that I wasn't, like... I hadn't experienced... You know, I had never experienced the thought that I couldn't do something I put my mind to. And I and I thank my mom for that, mostly because she she really encouraged that idea of you know, you, you can do anything, you can be anything, you can be anyone, and that's just something that I'm very grateful for, that I grew up believing, and that I still believe today, because you really can, 
Like, if it, no one's told you before, I'm telling you now, you really can do anything. Like, bitch, just get out there and do the damn thing. Like, that's all, like, that's all you can do. And then whatever consequence, whatever ramifications come from it, so be it. On that note, I want to talk about fear and how fear can rule our lives if we let it. Um, one book that I read that was very transformational for me in this aspect is called The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. Now, this book is about four agreements of life that he suggests that we should make with ourselves in order to live our best lives, basically, to one concept that he brings up is needless suffering. So we don't have to suffer needlessly, you know, in our lives. So the first agreement that he goes over is being impeccable with your word. By that he means just speaking with integrity, speaking what you believe and living by that, living according to your words. And now I agree with this. I think that, you know, avoid putting yourself down or avoid speaking Avoid that kind of cognitive dissonance of saying one thing and doing another. That always helps not only your psychological functioning, but it also helps you kind of reframe your mindset to a more positive, more, it gives more power to your words and speaking your truth and finding that sense of love in every sentence that you speak, I feel like it's very important. The second agreement is don't take anything personally. Now, this is something that I've been struggling with because, you know, how it, it's difficult to wrap your head around when people say or do things directly to you. But you have to remember, you have to go back and realize that what other people say and do is simply a projection of their own reality. You know, going back to that concept of mirroring, you see things through a mirror. You see the world through a mirror and whatever relationship you have with yourself, you're going to project that onto the relationships you have with the world. Yeah, and I think just... Believing that nothing others do or say is because of you. It's because of the their inner turmoil or whatever they're going through. And once you're kind of immune to the opinions and actions of others, you won't be a victim. You won't have that victim mindset of, oh, this is happening to me. This is, you know, someone's doing something I don't like to me. No, they're really suffering themselves. And so, you know, you just kind of have to take things with a grain of salt. But also be aware, like, those two agreements go hand in hand, that your words mean a lot. That your words can affect people on a grand scale. And so, you know, try to try to be conscious of that. The third agreement is don't make assumptions. You know, ask questions. Express what you really want to express and communicate that with others as clearly as you can. Because when you ask questions, you gauge that person and you gauge yourself more fully than you would if you had just assumed um and you provide a clear line of communication you know with that you can avoid misunderstandings and again needless suffering you can avoid sadness that you conjured up in your head because of your assumptions and um yeah i'll go more into these things but right now this is just like an overview of all of them but the last one is always do your best always 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 and they go on to say that your best is going to change from moment to moment and it'll be different like when you're healthy versus when you're sick it'll be different from when you're younger versus when you're older your best is always going to be changing but at the same time you should always put your best foot forward in any circumstance or any circumstance you should really just try to do your best your best (laughs) 
<laughs> because this will help you avoid that self-judgment that comes from, oh, I didn't do my best and, you know, you're gonna, it's gonna help you avoid regret in the end because that's really what it is. Like, regret and self-judgment go hand in hand to create self-abuse. And yes, that's a thing. Yes, you can be abusive to yourself through your mindset, through your actions, whatever it may be. But again, don't think that it's all your fault. Don't think it's because of how you're perceiving the world. No. And let me just go into this. Let me just go into this concept of um, kind of the domestication of our mind um, through the process of gaining beliefs from the information passed to us from, from other people, from our parents, from society, from the world that was there before us. Um, yeah, let me just get into it. Uh, so with these agreements they help you kind of get to a level of self-awareness of trying to surpass those beliefs and mindsets that we were given and a lot of it stems from fear you know whether we do or we don't depends on how much fear we have in ourselves and fear in growing because it is a scary thing it is a scary thing to get out of comfortability or you know, those mindsets that we're so used to and that we depend our whole lives on. But sometimes they're just not the healthiest. But yeah, sometimes, and the author goes into this, that we begin to act or we pretend in order to gain the rewards that we think we want because we're afraid of rejection. And it all comes from the fear of not being good enough or of not the results in not becoming what becoming someone we're not. If that, I mean, yeah, that becomes kind of like, I don't know if you guys ever heard of imposter syndrome, but just look into it. It definitely, it definitely has some self-reflecting type deal, but at the same time, it's like, you know, if you're always pretending you're going to be suffering and, um, that just doesn't that doesn't stem from who you are as a person. It does stem a lot from the beliefs that were passed on to us. Um and we might not have chosen all the beliefs, but we agreed to them. Like that's the thing. Like when someone's telling you one thing, you don't have to believe it. But once you do, you agree to those beliefs. And then you may be riddled with blame or guilt and shame that you know, whether or not you go against those beliefs, it's, it, growing is never easy. You're going to be feeling these feelings because you're going to be out of that comfortable mindset that you are so used to. And then we start punishing it. That's the kicker. We start punishing ourselves when we don't follow these rules of our belief systems that, you know, have been implanted in our brain since birth. And then they go on to say, the author says that, you know, once we were kind of domesticated, our mindset, I, I like the word that they use domesticated because it's kind of true, you know, like we're just fed these beliefs from birth, from our parents, from our society, whatever it may be. And then when we're old enough to kind of gain a consciousness, we become our own domesticator. We become that person that is regulating those beliefs within us. And that can be very liberating. That concept of being your own domesticator it can be very liberating because you show yourself what you want to believe. You know, you become that kind of leader in your own mind. 
You don't need people to tell you what to think or what to agree to because you are that. Once you get old enough, once you gain that sort of self-awareness to do so. And I guess that's what I want to do with this podcast is just to help people. (laughs) I don't know. I feel like a lot of the time, and I fall victim to this, this mindset too of that you can't change, that people can't change, but that's simply not true. We are ever-changing human beings. We change on a day-to-day basis. I know I change, like, literally, probably monthly. <laughs> like, I'm on a month-to-month trial with different personalities. <laughs> no, but, like, you can really do anything, and I love trying new things, and I think that's just, like, what I want to share with people is to give them that courage, encouragement to try new things, to be your best self, you know, whatever it may be. Uh, but they do go into your solar plexus, and that's something in your body that regulates that kind of fear. It opens up your emotional wounds, and your reaction is to create this sort of like emotional poison to combat that. You know, try to try to heal it, but in the worst ways, if you know what I mean. Like, um, yeah, anything that challenges your beliefs makes you feel unsafe, and. Um, it takes a great deal of courage to challenge your own beliefs. So if you if you need it, I'm going to tell you right now, you got this. You got this and you can you don't have to feel guilty about changing who you are because bitch, that's why we're on this earth. That's why we are able to experience things as much as we do because we were meant to change. We are ever-changing beings and believe that. But yeah, it it kind of goes into when we're constantly like holding that against ourselves you know the inability to change or feeling guilty of doing so we we suffer we pay a fucking thousand a thousand times for the same mistake because you know as humans we have powerful memories we have powerful emotional beliefs that dictate who we are but according to don miguel ruiz in his book 95% of beliefs we hold in our minds are lies. Lies, lies, lies. And I don't know if I agree with that number, so to say. I can't speak for everyone. But yeah, a lot of beliefs you have in your mind are lies that you tell yourself in order to like, you know, combat with the everyday stresses or if it's been fed to you that you're not good enough, you know, it's a lie. And you should try to live in truth more so instead of like living in fear. But that's what's so difficult in life. And I'm not going to give any more grievance to it. But it's true. Like, our society kind of makes us live in fear (laughs) every day. Like, that's something that was, is perpetuated a lot in our society is that fear. And uh, I'm not going to say it's a good means of control, but it is very powerful in controlling people. But that leads me to my next point of self-rejection. When you feel guilty or you blame yourself for the wrongs in your life or not being able to change, whatever it may be, you are experiencing self-rejection in the, in the worst possible way because, you know, you you don't even have the tools to pull yourself out of it. So what I'm trying to get to right now is that Self-rejection stems from how effective the adults in our life were in breaking our integrity, you know, when we were younger. Because when you reject yourself, you're essentially taking on that role of the other rejecting you. 
And that in turn creates inauthenticity and those social masks that I was talking about before. You know, that kind of acting or pretending to be someone we're not. Or to believe in things that we don't actually believe in in order to fit a certain role that we were so comfortable with or that we see as our ideal. But let me just tell you, baby, it's not you. It really is. Like, all of those beliefs that were put onto you by the adults that were in charge of taking care of you. And that's why I'm such a firm believer in healing that inner child, first and foremost. Once you're an adult, that should be one of your main priorities. Is And that's what I mean by being kind of selfish, is you have to put yourself first. And in that, and okay, totally off topic, but when in my child development class, uh, she, one thing that I really remember from that class is that you are at every age that you've ever been right now. So you are a five-year-old, you are a 10-year-old, you are your 15-year-old self, you are, you know, you're, for me, I'm 20, so I am my 19-year-old self. Every experience that you've been through still lives in you today. And that's what's so important about taking care of your inner child is because it still exists in you. Like, and for me, some things I do to inter- my, heal my inner child is, like, watching movies from my childhood, um, spending time with my family, spending that alone time with myself that I know I love, and that, you know, just doing simple things that heal your inner child very very much helps. So one thing you can do to limit your self-abuse, because it is abuse when you're constantly rejecting or neglecting your own needs, is exactly the limit that you will tolerate from someone else. Right. You know? Again, that we're living in a world full of projections, the limit that your self-abuse is, is exactly the limit that you will tolerate from someone else. Your belief system will say, I deserve this. what this person is doing to me and they're doing me a favor by being with me i'm not worthy of love and respect i'm not good enough fuck that fuck all that because baby you are good enough you are more than enough you are you are enough for yourself first and foremost and that's something that i want to get to for myself and for everyone listening to get to that level of self-love and um self-growth and development where you can know that you will not tolerate any such abuse from yourself or from others because you have healed that relationship with yourself and that's all i'm gonna say that's all i'm gonna say about that but it is real it's a real thing you know and you know that movie that quote from perks of being a wallflower perks of being a wallflower we accept the love we think we deserve it's true it's true, and there's a reason why it was trending on Tumblr for a fucking thousand years. It's because it's true. Like, that relationship you have with yourself, it needs to be prioritized. Babe, it needs to be first on your list of healing, of developing, whatever it may be. But whatever relationship you have with yourself, just know that you're going to experience that in other people. So just getting to that level of self-awareness. Um... The, the more your self-love grows, the lesser your self-abuse will be. And that doesn't mean that you're going to be perfect. You're never, no one's perfect. But you also have to be 
kind to yourself like first and foremost be kind to yourself and it's you are important you your relationship with yourself is important so just take that you tell yourself who you are what you feel what you believe and how to behave that's your personality but when you say this is what I am what I believe I can do certain things and some things I cannot do this is my reality this is fantasy this is possible this is impossible it definitely dictates your whole entire life and in order to lead a full life you have to find the courage to break those agreements that are based in fear and claim your personal power babes because you expend a lot of energy trying to fight yourself but if you can come to an agreement with yourself that this is who i am this is what i believe and fuck all those fear-based relationships or beliefs that you have with yourself it'll get better you got this But I just want to end this, well, actually, yeah, I'll just end this right here, Um, short little episode today, but you have the power to change, and this could, this could lead you to a very full life, and I hope the best for you guys, and I want you to know that you are so, so loved by me and everybody else in the world, and you have the power, your power very very powerful beings and i hope you have a great rest of your day morning night whatever it may be i love you guys and thanks for listening bye bye